Matt Gonzalez and Luciana. Uh, thanks for watching Game Notes with Crown Refs. Serve the game. For like the one-on-one, -on -one, like feedback and film breakdown. I mean, just all the elements of the IPR for, for what you're asking for, man. It was like, dude, that's like, uh, if you went to three or four camps in one summer, yeah. you're going to come out, you're going to come out with the value yeah. that you give for, you know, so I, I, mean, I started thinking about that and I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like you're going to, you're going to get overwhelmed with these. You're going to be able to start charging people like bucks. Not that you would, cause it doesn't seem like that's what you're all about, but you know, that's what that's, the value for what you get is insane. Well, listen, I wanted to provide incredible value that no referee has ever gotten before at a camp. Just don't get that in-depth one-to-one feedback that you would hear. So I'm glad you saw that. Let's pull up. Let's pull up some of your plays. Cool. And uh, if you do, you have the timestamps too. Yeah. All right. Let's roll the tape. I put on my notes. I should have been. I think I should have been like ten feet lower and to the outside at least yeah right right around here you got to be um foul line extended closer to the sideline a little bit below the coach here this way you're looking up you're looking up right now you're stacked you're looking right at 12 which isn't going to let you see if there's a contact on the front of this play right see and, and the lead had gone over and then he went back away from yeah. me so so if i had just i i got all like excited to rotate to the trail i should have just stayed put for this play because the ball's swinging around the perimeter, and kind of where I ended up is probably where I should have started, I think. Just want to take a quick break to let you know about Joey Crawford's podcast, Bites, now available on YouTube. Now back to the show. Can you see the point of contact on this play? That was one of my main questions to you. Right. Again, I think I'm way too high. Yeah, you are. And I'm I'm at the 28 foot line, and I get spooked out there for some reason. Like the ball's gonna go transition. Um, okay, right, right here. here. So you got to You kind of got to be a little lower. Yeah, and I agree with you 100. percent And I also um, one thing that I will admit right to I I've, I've not been aware, really as aware as I should be of my partners. Um and what they're supposed to be looking at. You know, you don't want to be responsible for that, but you need to know what they're yeah. probably looking at. I think, yeah. I think my lead partner had a way better angle at this. I don't know if he was looking at it, um, but I don't think I had a good angle. I think I was stacked and That's, I was guessing. See, this is what we're all seeing. This is what we're all seeing on film. We basically right. have the same look as you, you know, on the court. So – I can't tell if she gets arm, she gets ball here. Right. And I can't so, either from what it looks like. I mean, so, so would you, is it safe to say you kind of just reacted to the ball popping loose and you kind of reacted and gave a foul? So I think I reacted as I remember, I don't remember a lot of these plays because this game was a long time ago, but um, number 25 white, I think I remember seeing her arm, like the ball. I think the girl raked the ball first. Yeah, let me ask you then, this. Let me yeah. ask you this. This is, this is good. Did you get or were you emotional? And I don't mean like sad, but like were you overthinking this contact, this first contact, right? And did that okay. influence you to then put a whistle on the second one? Because it's the same player involved, same right. type of play. Right. 
Did that influence the decision? It's very likely. It's very likely that I got surprised by that first potential hit and missed it and was looking for it again, you know, and maybe taking information from the last play into that play. I think it's a great point. Well, listen, it happens a lot where we no call something first and then something lesser happens or even just something else happens. And then we're quicker to pull the trigger on that one because we feel like we missed the first one. When right. we wind up looking back on film, we didn't miss the first one and we, and we made something up on the second one. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I think I hadn't thought of that, but I think that's a great point. And you could tell by the way I like bail for no reason that I was surprised by something. Yeah, just you a know. little too reactionary, a little too jumpy. Yeah. Just slow that down. All right, let's take a look at play number three. Um, just going back to those last two plays where I was kind of out of position. Um, when you're watching a film, when you're analyzing your position, you need to check off three things. And you need to have, uh, initially on your position, you need to be able to guard, uh, ref the defender if you can do that. That's number one. Number two is there, can I see space between the defender and the, the offense? And number three, from this position, can I take the play to its finish? And if I can't, then I need to adjust. So just just making those things a quick mental note, not only for breaking down tape, but also like game time when you're in there, have that that three-step uh, self-check on your position. If not, adjust. That's great stuff. So, uh, is this 1227 cheap N1? Yep. All right, let's give it a roll. Do you love it? Do I love it? I don't love it. I think you can make a case for having the call. I think the defender goes A B, and for him, I remember there was a, there was a good chest bump. Um, but this is a play where I wanted to ask, like, what would happen here? Because I, I think the defender's going forward, obviously on film, in into I can see that. There's definitely a little bump. She's she's moving A to B a little forward, sticks her chest out. You also right. got to understand what the offense is kind of making a tough move here. Doing a turnaround to the right, having to kind of come back through the body of the defender. So that's also what contributes to the contact. But, right. right. I think she's going away. The offense is going away from the contact. Anyway, it's not like she got pushed all that way. So, um... Here's how I know you didn't like it, though. Based on your your reaction when you scored it, or your yeah. hesitancy to score it there. Now, I could be wrong. I'm just going off perception and what your body language is saying. Yeah. So let's watch. Turn around, pump face. Okay, fist, 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 there. Where's your score? You were like, ah, yeah, I guess. You're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It looks... Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of body language things I need to clean up. And there's a lot of so this is like the first year or two that I've well, it is the first year I've watched film, and it's like, dude, like there's times where I just want to like shut the computer off and be like, God, stop! What am I doing? Get out of here! You're learning when you're going yeah. when you're having that feeling. That's you growing. Right. So yeah, I should have I should have I I don't really get I don't do the excited like score the That's basket. Fine. I'm not asking you for excitement. Right. But it should have been. You need to show it there sooner. Right, right. I think within the cadence of the, the play, for sure. Absolutely. 
and then look at your hesitancy here with your push signal. Like, yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, a little, a little gentle. Right. So that's not a foul. Okay. At the table, you didn't report a foul. So I like, I, I just want you to extend that a little bit more, make it a little bit more official. Okay. Okay. So this is one of the mental things that I need to get over, and it's it's pigeonholed me before, where. So like I'll pass on what I perceive as like marginally incidental contact, depending on, you know, time score or consequence, possession consequence, all that stuff. And if I start thinking about that crap too much, like it can just screw me over. And um, it'll, it'll, I've noticed my, myself, I'll, I'll let things kind of snowball, right? So if I let one go, I'll let one that's like slightly uh, illegal that I should call on a pass again and it, and it screwed me over. So I don't know if you have ever dealt with that or, or, uh, have any, uh, no, I mean, uh, you're describing like just trying to have a lot of pain tolerance, but not to the point where you let too much go and then you, you get backed in a corner. Right. So you just got to really draw that line at that threshold, incidental, illegal. As soon as it crosses the line, that's when you're popping a whistle, you know, and then sometimes it crosses over, where we have to call a foul, where it might not necessarily be 100% illegal, but for that moment, at that time of the game, maybe it was a cleanup foul, maybe two players were kind of tapping, tapping, you were telling them to stop, and you're gonna call that next little tap. So like, there's there's a, um, a gray area with this, right. with having that pain tolerance. All right, did you notice the lead had rotated late though? Um, no, no, and that's I think another, that's a, sorry to cut you off. That's another reason why I don't think we should be running over right. when, we lead, when we rotate, because not only does it show a little bit um, too much of a rushed, you know, kind of presence in lead, but it's also leaving the C or the new C vulnerable because he may not pick up on that late rotation or, right. or that was, running rotation. There was a play you'd stamp later on in the game where I do the exact same thing and I wrote the same stuff down. That's it. It set your crew up for failure, I think, okay. for sure. Do you remember this play? Um, sort of. I remember looking at it. I've looked at it a million times since I sent it to you. But it was on uh, film. I mean, I, I see maybe what you call, but I'm not going to guess because we can't really see that on film. Um, all my thing is here. Just we've got to be 100% here because you're not in the right position. You're in the trail. So, right. you know, if you were right. in the C, if you were in the C there, do you have a whistle? I don't know. We won't know. Right. But also recognizing kind of when we're not in the correct position, don't be so quick to have a whistle. Right. I mean, we so, can't debate. We're not, all right. We're not going to debate this on film just because we can't see it. But no, uh, that's okay. Just want to take a look at how you handled it. All right. All right. So you I stop think... the clock. So, all right. Stays here. One on one. Here's my shoe. No problem, you point it to the spot, but let's stop the clock and then drop the hand and then give it a strong point to the spot. Instead of okay. looking like a traffic cop where we have two hands up. Right. You could, it doesn't matter if you go right to right or right to left, but just use one one hand at a time there. Let's right. see how you report it. That, I like your hit. I like your lefty hit. I think I put that down a couple times. Yeah, I also, um... My partner there is hold up one and one immediately, which 
And if you look up at the score, I was the seventh foul. I need to be more aware. Like rather than like I stopped the clock and then pointed like spot throw in the baseline. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. And I need to be more aware of what's going on and not that that just all plays into how this game unfolded and how it got a little choppy for me. Just just letting things get in my head and not being so situationally aware. Listen, I cringe any time I point to the spot when it should be a bonus or one-on-one. One. That's something that, like, we all hate. I'm, us as referees are the only one that sees that. Nobody else in the game really sees it as long as we don't mess up the play and inbound it, then we're going to have a correctable error. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just got to have that clock awareness. It looks really strong, too, when you call a foul and then you indicate the bonus right away. And it looks right. even stronger when your partner calls a foul and a non-calling official indicates the bonus right away. Right. That's just running the game, being aware, time, uh, time and score. Cool. I got you. 34-58. This is a team control foul. The girl plows a yeah. green player, like just demolishes her. And it, I saw it out of the corner of my eye because I was looking inside. I think this should have been a trail call. He didn't even see it, which is understandable. He's probably looking for screens. Um, but that leads to me not being like super excited about calling it, which looked, it looked bad. I looked really lazy, um, because of it. So, yeah. Yeah. I wrote good off ball foul on the obvious push through. You seemed a little hesitant on your punch as you slowed it down and didn't follow through. You almost looked sad. You had to call it maybe, maybe right. to your point. Um, but at the table, you also lack a little certainty and you should have never spoken to the coach about the obvious foul. Let's take a look. It's like whiplash, man. Poor girl. You like punch that, baby. Like that's right <laughs> in your wheelhouse there. You know? know. That's a know. that's a good get right there. Nothing to be ashamed about. Cause you look a little upset like not you know, I'm just joking around when I say you look sad, but it's like, oh damn, I gotta call this. I know, I know, I do look sad, man. I, I don't know, like I said, I, I think it was maybe because I got like kind of surprised by it. Yeah. Like it happened out of the corner. I was looking inside, like I said, and um, I think I was also kind of like, bro, did you really just like smash that girl like that in front of me? And not think we were going to see it. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't, what, e don't even think like that. Cause now you're getting emotional and questioning, you know, why players do things. They just do it. We're here to respond when they do it. Right. Right. Well, I, I appreciate you doing this a lot too, Matt, because we're obviously breaking down your film. And, and we're critiquing you. And this, but this is helping a lot of other people who have these same, you know, things that they go through because we all have gone through them. So right, I just right. want to watch the way you report. I want you to have a little bit more snap, a little bit more of that confidence showing that you're really sure you got this right. Cool. And pop. You can even do it with your fingers. It just makes it a little smoother. Or you can just go right out. Then I want you to snap your numbers. I'm not seeing that snap when you okay. release the fingers. Yep. Like, it's not you just release the fingers softly. I want to see that, whether you wind up and do it, like, from with the um, palm facing, like, your face first. Yeah, yeah. Or you just pop it right out. Yep. So, one thing mechanically. And then finish it. Finish that punch. And don't even look at the coach while you're still reporting. Because he's taking you away from you doing your job right now. Just right. wait an extra second till you handle your business. That's one thing I always say. Don't give an explanation to a coach until we've reported and done our duties. Cool. So what does he say to you here? What are you telling him? 
I don't even think I listened to it. I, I just said, I said three times, coach, she went right through her, right through her, right through her and walked off. I, mean, that's I, just, didn't, I don't even know what he said. We don't even need to discuss. I know. You know? I went, and I kind of got pissed at him. I, well, see again, emotion, not pissed at him, but it was like, don't even like, you know, you want to say to him, watch it on film, but you can't say that. You don't say that. Here's no, what we should that. do on obvious fouls. Do not provide an explanation. Just run away. Okay. Report. Boom. You're taking it in. You're, you're hearing what he's saying. Okay. Okay. 21 going this way. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Like on, like I'm saying on obvious plays where we just do not need to stop and, and let you know what happened. Where we at? 40.05? Um, 40.05. Correct. All right. Where so, is our center? This is a sequence to learn from because we need more hustle here. You walk up the court as the center official and let the ball get way ahead of you. I know you thought you were trail here and forgot you were center because this plays happened to me a bunch of possessions this year. So I can say it's just the lack of position awareness. Um, then this becomes the reason for the incorrect call as your whistle comes across the court with the real trail having an open look. Right. Okay, so you're in C right now, but all right, so you go to the foul line, kind of. Should probably be another step step down. Okay. Did you see that? Did you see the point of contact? I saw I saw what I perceived as the point of contact. The, right here? Yeah. Hit on the called? hit on the wrist, it's going up. Um you know. It happened. It happened right in front of the white bench. I, I feel like that was in the back of my head. I could almost feel that coach behind me, and I, mm. I saw, I saw, I saw no space between that girl's hand and the shooter's wrist. And I gave a half second for the trail to call it, and there was no whistle as far as I recall. So I got it. Um, I'm sure there were more egregious fouls that happened in the course of the game that didn't get called. So I, I, just, think, I just think if you're, if you're standing here where, where we should be, right. you're going to have a little bit better of an angle. Yeah. See this? Yep. And I just feel you, you might know call. You know, so being in the wrong position affects our accuracy. Right. And I would have felt a lot better too here if um, the ball would have been – it would have been like an air ball or would have like been a brick. You know, it looks like just a normal miss too. Right. Which tells me I don't know how much it was affected. Right. But also, you know, like, I don't know, I just think we have a closed look here. I think I think the trail is in a – let's see if the trail's in a good position. But the way she turns to the outside of you, I mean, I, I think he's going to be able to see that a little better. Maybe he's a little bit high, should be a little lower. Yeah. Um, you know. I'd leave that alone. Okay. Okay. All right, 41.54, off ball. Overall, you have a really strong presentation from the decision to your on-the-spot signals and your presentation at the table. Nice work. Let's give it a look. What's up with that hold? What was that, like a little pull-down hold? Yeah, so I don't know... Uh... I don't know why I saw doing that, but 
yeah, it was like so the so the foul so the foul I called was on white twenty five, um, reaching from behind and making contact a hit on the uh, green player's arm as that entry pass was coming in. Which I got to be honest, after watching it, I think I definitely could have let this go. I don't even think that girl lost the ball. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think it was. Yeah. I think I should have no called that. But tell. that's where that uh, that's where that little uh, hit. Just, just to make a point here, it's important that we don't have a whistle in lead when we're rotating, especially on a play like this. Right. That that was my lead. That was my whistle from the from the seat. No, I know, but I'm just oh, speaking oh, oh. about the lead. Like, it's just just be conscious of that when you're rotating. Should try not to have a whistle unless you know it's a big fish or it's an obvious obvious call. Gotcha. You no, know, wait till like you're stationary. Right. Okay. So in this case, the lead did a good job by not not calling that, and that's your gotcha. play. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you hold the whistle, nothing happens because she still has the ball. Right. Right. You know, I try not to get too incorrect, correct feedback because I'm sitting at, at home. Right. You know, I'm, I'm only seeing one angle. So, like, we can de- we're not going to debate this play. There's nothing to debate. We don't have the correct angle to see exactly what happens. I mean, we could take a guess. If I had to guess, I'd probably say leave it alone, but you're right there. So. All right. Um, I want to give a I shout just, out to that dude in the corner with the white hair too. That guy mm-hmm. was a home te- home team fan, and he didn't say a word about any of the refs' calls. Man, that guy's a man. I would just recommend with that pull down hold that maybe you want to start it up top and then pull it down as an option. Just because start start it up top and then pull it yeah, down. Yeah, just like just start with the approved version, which is just you know this. Yeah. And then just kind of pull it down. Got it's you. Just another hold option on those pull downs, whether it's a rebound or a swipe down. But right. I, I don't know. I, I I use that specific to these kind of plays when we have a pull down hold. So it's just right. here, and then I'll pull it down. Whereas That's... normal hold is just here, and I pop it out. Right. Okay. Just a recommendation. Got you. As I was clipping this and watching it, man, I started like sweating. It looked so bad. The Crown Refs Podcast is brought to you by Neat Tucks, the best way to keep your shirt or uniform tucked. If you're looking for that clean and professional look on the court, this is the best product for that. Go to neattucks.com and order yours today. Crown Refs and Neat Tucks, serving the game. Did you call it on that box out? So I got a box out push. I, I like that. The box out looks a little excessive. Right. Well, she's shoving her into the basket. I mean. Good. All right, so that's a good cleanup foul. I want you to use the stay here signal. Right. You have that in women's? Oh, yeah. All right, oh, yeah. so that's the perfect time to use it. Boop! Stop it with the right, come down with the left, and it's a point. It's like you're pushing the button down one time. Boop! Yep. Push it down one time. And then um, I think we were uh, – And, and vo- vocalize stays here. Stay in right. here. Because there's that split second where oh, people yeah. – did you see how everybody turned to you and looked at you? Oh, yeah. And they want some kind of signal, and we didn't have anything there. And then you just pointed the other way, and then we all realized, okay, I guess we're staying here. But when you just come out right away, 
that just shows that command I want I want to see out of you. Oh yeah, this is a great play to to look at, man. I mean, you even look at the trail. He didn't even know what the heck's going on. I'm like pointing to the right. And that's I'm, because you know, like, what am I doing? He's walking up there looking at me like, what are you doing? What'd you do? He still doesn't know. Correct. Correct. And uh, so I just wrote down, man, like to me, this is a play where if a college assigner or even a, a state IBO evaluator, whatever is watching you, if you do all like you wrote, you wrote down here. So it looks uncertain and confusing, which I agree with hundred percent. You put one, stop the clock Two, using and vocalizing stay here signal three. Indicate that it's a bonus. Uh, four, have stronger, more confident table presence. Five, report a sharper, more extended push signal. If I do all those things, like that's this is a play where someone can uh, see it and be like, man, that guy is next level. He knows what he's doing. He's in he's in control of the game. Um, but the way I let it unfold, it's like, hey, this guy's not really sure of the time and score. He's kind of guessing and off ball, especially like probably not a lot of people were looking at that play except for me. So, you know, I just think I wrote down, it's just a perfect time to show that you're a great game manager and a communi uh, great communicator and, and that you're running the game. So let's look at one more time. Uh, this is good because I gave you a kind of a sequence of signals for this play. Boom, stop the clock. Now you can go, bonus right away but i would just i would like that extra layer of we're staying here and now we're going up with the bonus right so fist stays here one on one and then we need a stronger push again you did that little soft gentle push oh yeah why well, and i know i know exactly by my body language that i was still sorting everything out like when i did that goofy point to the like You're still to overthinking the, to the white right? inline. Oh yeah, I was in yeah. my own head. Still processing. So that's exactly. why that's why physically when we're still processing, it doesn't come off as clear as if we're certain, certain in our mind. So I've heard too, I wanted to share um on these plays, if you find the offense, like especially the lead, find the offensive rebounders and mark them, and then you know automatically if there's a foul, you don't have to think about like, oh shit, is that staying here or is it going the other way? It's like, if, if you know where the offense is and the offense gets fouled, you're like, oh, we're staying here, boom. Or conversely, if it's the offense and you see a push in the back, you just know to point the other way automatically. There's no guesswork, there's no thinking and processing. So we have, uh, let's see, hold on, let's get the screen up. It looks better. Oh, people see my desktop. Never know what's on the desktop, you know, Matt? I just <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so 44-51, we have an out-of-bounds and lead. This is one of the more commonly missed calls for us. Out-of-bounds and lead is a, is a difficult call to get correct. A lot of times it's off a quick deflection or, or a quick rebound or, or, you know, the ball just spits out. Um, did you see that the green deflected it? If you weren't so, 100%, just simply say, partner, help. Or partner, what do you got? Uh, right. I didn't know you mentioned one time hitting your whistle going, boop, partner, help. You know, like, uh, obviously you're going to have the whistle to the ball and out of bounds. But, um, and then the secondary guy coming in with the whistle. Correct. Going, boop, boop, pointing strong. Yes. Um, this is one of those plays. I, I remember, I know, I saw after the green tip, it went off of white 14's fingertip. Like, like 
bang, bang. I saw it clear as day. And it just, ah, it's not day, very huh? Oh, dude, I, I saw it. I wish we had slow-mo on this one. I wish we had, like, the NCAA Okay. I mean, listen, we need a zoom right now. We need to zoom. We need a zoom. We need some, some next-level pixels here and all that stuff. But, but, uh, but let me ask you this. Why didn't your body language, you know, map to that? Um... Uh, I don't know. This I think is I, that play on those quick deflections where we need a little bit more emphasis with our point. Right, right. Like no overselling, quicker. no double deflection. You hit it out, it's off you, going this way. Right. We're going to keep everything the same. We're just going to add a little bit more emphasis. So one thing that you put um, – let's see. Uh, what did you, you say to the coach? Should you respond it? So I think, you know, the way it looks on film, it looks like – it went out of green. I'm not going to lie. I know it didn't. Um, so what would you recommend? Because I think the coach deserves an explanation there because it looked, it looked like I missed the call, but I know I didn't. He doesn't deserve an explanation if he doesn't ask for one. Well, he got his hands up. He's kind of pouting a little bit. This guy's kind of a powder, but it's okay. We all are. But uh, should, I, should I have thrown the ball in and walking by and be like, no. Coach, I have 100% no. off no. your player? No, Absolutely not. We're only responding to, to questions or comments that need a response. In this case, he didn't say anything. He just, you know, threw his arms away in disgust. But you're not really looking at that because you're still calling it. You probably feel it, but you're not looking at it. But, no, you absolutely don't go up to him as, the, as you're walking the ball up. Like, Coach, I had a great look because that's defense. Right. Okay. Okay. Offense okay. would be where if you think you need to address him. Coach, I'm very approachable if you have a question. But when I blow the whistle, I can't have you swatting your hands at my, in my direction. Because you're demonstrating that you're, you're frustrated. I understand that you're frustrated, but please, but please don't demonstrate like that. What, what gotcha. do you think? Do you have a question? Like that, that's a better, better um, approach there. So I, I'm not I saying anything to him unless he says something or I need to address it. Let me ask you this. Would you take time during the dead ball to have a quick conversation to that effect? Or would you find a different time to do it? Because I was also the guy putting the ball in for the next play. So I would have. Here's my question to you. A conversation about what? The play or the, or the way he's behaving? Um, the way he's behaving. But that's something you can address if you feel like you need to. Okay. Back to the first point. We're not going to go explain it to him again, especially like at a dead ball. Like, you right. know, you see officials that do that where they want to just go talk to the coach and, like, reinforce that they got the call right. I think that's – those are bad conversations we shouldn't be having. Got you. We're not going to win those. Got it. Okay. One thing. Don't ever think that proximity and primary mean the same thing. Okay? Okay. Because proximity and primary, coaches and players think that goes together. But us referees know it doesn't, right? And we know that looks are, looks are created from all, you know, because of the three-man system and the triangle method was built, what's closed to two should always be open to one, right? So we have to make sure that we don't think that prim, uh, primary and proximity are aligned.
if I had to come up with uh, stop the clock, going the other way, one on one, it just uh, shows assertiveness. Yeah. See right here. Instead of holding that fist up, we need you to point the new direction. Right. So you just it just kind of shows that you're unsure. You just stop the clock and kind of walk towards them, like, okay, what are we going to do next? Where I want Got you it. to come out, come out with that left hand. Since your back is to the sideline, stop the clock with that left hand and then just point with the left hand. Right. Again, this is a play. I didn't even realize we were in the bonus in my head. Yep. You know. So again, game management. So this play is going to look like. Ooh, white ball. We're in the bonus. And then here's my shooter. Right. And what was that? You did a little one-on-one -on -one to the side there? Yeah, I, like, pointed with two hands to the side, which was stupid. Who was that? But, uh, Who was that, and, and again. one-on-one or pointing to the spot? No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying on the side with two hands. I don't okay. know why. I know I do that every now and then, which I shouldn't. Yeah, one hand. But uh, you see my, my partner walking up and be like, no, dude, we're going the other way. It's one-on-one. -on -one. I'm like, oh, you're right. Yeah, it, we cringe in, inside, right? But mostly well, any, everybody else doesn't see it. Right, and like I said, this, this is another one of those plays where um, more experienced partner, been where I want to be, and you make an error in front of him, and then you just – if you let it compound, compound in your own head that you screwed up, you're going to keep screwing up, or at least I am. So. 46-27, go away, stay away. Did you feel like you had a good look? No, dude, I was 30 feet away from the play. Yeah, you look a little far. Way far. I'm like, and it, I mean, far. it's already kind of right in front of the front of the basket there. And it, again, it's leaving you. It doesn't look like you're very connected to the play. No, no. And I think, regardless, I mean, I try really hard not to make things up, but I mean, seeing it from everyone else's perspective and. I mean, that girl didn't land up on the floor. You know, it wasn't a big fish. I think C and lead here have great angles, and they're watching the play. It comes out of my area. I know it's in the women's mechanics anyway, um, in the NCAA women's. This is not my play anyway. It trail, and it's going away from me. Lead's picking this up. And, like, stay engaged, if anything. But I don't think I should have had a whistle here at all. And I saw this one too many times. Look at your head. You're just searching for numbers. Where's the number? Who's it on? Who's it on? Who's it on? So a cup, like maybe you're not processing the number right away as you have the foul. It should be, all right, green 22, green 22. Whereas, okay. boom, we're turning away, and now we're looking back, kind of peeking to see who the call is, who the foul is on. Got you. Which play we at here? 50-35. Oh, this is where I ran over lead. And luckily, my, my new trail picked it up. But I could have screwed us over big time here. Yeah, so you should have kind of got over already. Instead yeah. of having to run over there, you had about a one to two second window where you yeah. kind of should have went. Boom, yeah. right there. Right there. This way you don't have to run over. But I'm glad you didn't have a whistle there. All right, we got a hit in transition. Do you have a 100% open look on this play? So I remember this play very clearly, and I – I feel confident in the that I got the play right. Um, look at well, look at where you're looking. Yeah, I hear you. That that right there, I think, is the second part of the contact. And you know what? I do remember now too. Um, if you watch earlier in that play, well, you can't. That's the beginning of the clip doesn't show it. But uh, the girl that fouled is the girl that missed the shot. 
is uh but is she getting in trouble for something she did in the past on this play you know i'm not gonna say no i'm gonna say i will i will admit that i was anticipating that i saw her coming and i i, and then, so I anticipated it for sure again, again you're searching for the number here and again i i so i wrote down i don't know what the heck i'm doing i i know i know that girl's number for the rest of my life because i so this this is like our one big school that we get in our area so we know all the players and stuff i i don't know i see what you're saying it looks like i'm searching for a number and i need to quit that crap because it shows uncertainty um so i just need to be more aware that that call the foul um stay engaged and then turn and do my thing. Understood. But I don't want it to take away from your dead ball fishing. Right, but I mean, should I spend less time trying to do that? Like you said, it does. It does look like I'm. I'm kind of wandering around out there, like scratching my head, like, oh, who's that on? This one is a quick whistle, and it looks like defender gets beat. Watch twelve. She's about to pull up from the elbow. Okay. It's like she don't need that. She yep. look, I think she turns around and looks at you like, bro, I was about to score. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just you called a foul immediately as she touched her back. Right. It's just like, boom, stopping the play. At that point, once she crosses past her torso here, we're leaving that alone. Like, just look at the still image. This is when you called it. Right. Elbow is in the back. We all see the forearm. Technically, illegal contact, right? But not right. on a blow-by. Right whether it's below the free throw line or a baseline, or in this case, you know, she's about to come into the paint in a good offensive position to score. Yep. I agree. Agree. Let's take a look at your report real quick. And then we got one more. I just bounced the ball like a. Yeah. Yeah. But give, give him a good pass. Yeah. 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 It looked, awful. looked awful. Looked that's awful. See, I'm really big on stuff like this. When you see referees, like, slap the ball away, I just think it shows a lack of respect for the game. Oh, I, I look like I, I, like, bounce it and, like, watch it bounce two or three times before I turn to report <laughs> two. I'm like, is it going to get there? Oh. <laughs> the bounce that never made it. Like little puppy dog eyes. All right. All right, we got one more, bro. This is the pat on the coach, coach's shoulder. Right, which I don't, don't touch the coach. Yeah, I don't know what he's point. doing. I said, we all have at some point. Right. Um, but do you want a coach patting you on the back? Usually not. Yeah. So were you like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I think I think I was probably saying, like, dude, you're going to win this game. We just gave you a foul. Come on. What are you whining about? His team's on the line, right? Okay, good. That That's one thing. Do not let coaches complain when their team is on the line and we just called a foul for them. I know. They have zero leverage to do so. You know, what is he complaining about? I've, Five plays yeah, to go? Don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on, Matt. Why didn't you call? You're right there. I know, Coach. I'm just, no, but that's, that's what it looks like. You know, like you say, I know it's, uh, it's all about playing offense um, in a respectful way, I think. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just nitpicking, but we're looking, we're looking at everything, you know? Right, right. So that was great stuff, though, man. Um, pleasure working with you you know I've, we've been going back and forth for a while on instagram but it was it's nice to finally see you face face to face in this virtual meeting 
You got anything yeah. else? No, man. Uh, I just, I appreciate your time. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's important to have someone to go through game film with. And I think someone to teach you how to do it. And uh, so I just appreciate your time, man. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative that you chose me. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.